Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. On today's Coffee with Convery podcast, we are continuing the series on sports talk, where my guests will share how being an athlete has helped them to propel their skill building, their mindsets, and their futures. Sports talk also helps us as understand the hurdles and barriers some athletes face while being in school, participating in sports, and trying to balance that transition into the workplace. My guest today is Victor Osrovich. Victor has a Bachelor of Administration Finance from the University of Notre Dame and a Master of Business Administration from the Ivy School at Western. Victor once played professional hockey where he was selected 55th overall in the 2004 NHL entry draft by the Colorado Avalanche. He played with the Florida Panthers, was traded to the Canucks, and joined the team in 2011 on their run to the Stanley Cup Finals where they lost to the Boston Brewers. Victor retired from hockey in 2012, and he's currently vice president of the Fixed Impo Repo Trading with RBC Capital Markets. Welcome, Victor, to the show. I know I gave a bit of a glimpse into your background and your experiences, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience and perhaps share a little bit more about you? Yeah, sure. Thanks a lot for having me, Bri. Um... I mean, I'm just reading you or listening to you read off the uh, my background in 2004. That's such a long time ago now. It's just pretty crazy. Uh, time flies. But no, I've been with RBC for uh, coming up on five five years, and it's been a great experience. Uh, a lot of my life was dedicated to uh, sports and hockey, more specifically. And you know, it was just an interesting time transitioning out of that world and and into this this world of finance with RBC. I would say a lot of the skills that I picked up in hockey. We're definitely transferable, and I, and I rely on those. Um, I rely on those quite quite heavily even these days. So it's been a great five years with uh, with RBC. I love the group that I work with, and and uh, yeah, happy to be here today. Thanks. It's great to have you, and great to catch up again uh, on, on another coffee chat. So uh, I just wanted to, you know, kind of ease into some of the questions and start up with some like rapid fire questions that I ask all the guests. So. Do you have, or what is your favorite used emoji? God, you know, I love the one that's like the the goofy face, the goofy face for the. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just said something, something real, real silly, or or yeah. you know, it's like that that one for sure. I think one of the <laughs> eyes is big and the tongue sticking out, kind of thing. <laughs> exactly that. That's, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. Okay. The uh, one. If you could yeah, eat, I'm using it too much. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, though. Goofy's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, that's that's tough. I, I love food. Um, <laughs> one food, the, the rest, I, I think it'd have to be a good steak, a, a real good cut of beef, for sure. Medium rare. Medium rare, good steak. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, favorite way to spend a day off? I would do um, a good hard workout in the morning, then I'd go for uh, probably a, a long walk or hike or something, and then I'd cook a nice meal and, and have uh, maybe a little bit of wine. That would be the ideal day off for me. Uh, sounds nice, especially doing this on a Monday morning, where we might have been just easing back into the week. <laughs> Psychologically, it can be difficult on those Mondays and Tuesdays, but we'll make yeah. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you uh, hit the snooze button or wake up immediately? That's an, I, I've never understood the snooze because it's like, why deprive yourself of that extra whatever? Like, just just wake up. So I'm, I've never hit the snooze, I don't think, in, in all of my life. It's just like that alarm goes off. I'm, I'm going to wake up. That's it. 
Nice. Just embrace the day and get going. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to live. Uh, do you, oh, this is an interesting one. What is your favorite word? Oh, man. Uh, I, I like the word omnipotent. Omnipotent, which I think means it means all powerful. I think that's an interesting, wow. uh, an interesting word. Yeah, how, how philosophical of me, hey Brian? Hey, <laughs> I was thinking in my head. I'm like, how do you spell that? <laughs> Omnipotent, yeah. Okay, all right. Cool. Well, awesome answers, and and as we kind of so really the the crux of this podcast is uh, you know really to be upfront and intimate and talk about things that might help. You know, other young students who are just, you know, making that school to work transition, whether it's high school to post-secondary or post-secondary into the workplace and beyond. And, you know, overall, I know, you know, just knowing you and have, having heard your journey, it's quite inspiring what, what, what you've done and where you've gotten to. But maybe you could share with the viewers a little bit about that journey. Um, maybe touch upon, too, since this is sports talk about sports and fitness and how that's played a role in your life. And maybe what you've learned along the way. Yeah, sure. Uh, the journey, it was interesting. As I said, uh, so much of my life was dedicated to sports. I played baseball and hockey pretty seriously growing up and ultimately ended up deciding to go strictly with hockey. Uh, it took me a lot of interesting places. And and I guess the theme for me was that it wasn't always that, that wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I battled with, you know, myself a lot of the times and not really enjoying the game that much and just kind of feeling really down about things and then feeling really up about things. And it was just this real roller coaster ride of emotions throughout most of my career. And before I even played professionally, I actually quit for a couple of years. And that's when I went back to school and just finished up my degree. But it certainly taught me a lot about how to be organized and work ethic and, and, and um, how, to, how to be resilient. Even though that was something that I wasn't always very great at when I played, I think uh, taking a step back and then going through that natural maturation process, it's allowed me to, um, to get, kind of just, I think, have a, have a good perspective on, on life and, and the world. So I'm very grateful for those experiences. And uh, just coming and working in capital markets uh, with RBC and with a great team here of all really, really smart and driven people, um, you know, I'm definitely able to or try to try to tap into uh, some of the things I learned playing sports. Yeah, those transferable skills that you said earlier, right, and bringing those into the workplace. Um, one of the one of the interesting topics that I'd like to talk about too on this podcast is I often a lot of these questions were built on students talking to me about some of this, but you know, what was if you could think of one thing that maybe should be taught in school that isn't or that you didn't see that you feel maybe would help, you know, folks thinking about their futures and maybe a course or or something they should engage in. Yeah, oh, that's a great question. I I mean I think some of the, the the challenge with school, and it's ex extremely important, but some of the times it, it's it's more theoretical in nature and not exactly as real world. I find psychology to be really, really fascinating. So I, I think maybe the next step 
and certainly for sports, I mean, you talk, you hear about a lot of these athletes talking about mental strength and how they're training their minds in such a way that they're able to just immediately react, whether that's actually through sports or in a difficult situation where you fail or something goes wrong and how are you able to uh, recover from that. So I think something along those lines would be really, really cool, mm-hmm. like a, a simulation type of course where – you know, it, it almost desensitizes you to to bad situations because you're you've thought about them and you're already prepared for them. So again, I think that can apply to to business, and that's why I loved Ivy. It was the, the case method of learning, and it was all these real world examples. So for me, that was so much more conducive to learning than going in and having a, a big long multiple uh, choice test or, or things like that. So I think just more of that that combination of of the real world with with uh some of this more these more technical subjects i like that i you know the case models come up a couple times with some of the guests on and what they benefited from that um and so maybe for some of our academic partners and other people that are listening in you know having that real world injected into the classroom and i like also what you said about you know things that are difficult situations you know um hard conversations to have, difficult situations to be in, you know, those things would really add value, I think, in building your own resilience and and your own brand. And how do you manage those? Yeah, totally. So getting a bit personal now, can you share with me and our audience uh, what has been maybe your biggest challenge so far in life and maybe how did you overcome that challenge? That's a good question. I think, uh, gosh, you overcome challenges and then and then they rear their ugly head again. It's it's <laughs> I think that's what makes life life right. It's these ups and downs. And I guess for me, um, I, you know, I was my own worst enemy in sports, 100%. I was um, I would get really down on myself and, and kind of collapse in sometimes, and that was such a bad way to be. And it really even though I, I was fortunate to have a reasonable hockey career, I, I think I definitely underachieved and that that's all self-induced. And, and that was just the way I was. And I've really tried to learn from that. And even though, you know, some things are in your nature and some things are more situational, that's something I always have to be on top of myself about is to not get too down or to get too upset or worked up about things. And, you know, I'm, my background is I'm Italian Croatian, so that's not an easy mix for, for to be level headed, you know? So that's something that, I definitely, I definitely try and keep that in mind, and I, I certainly try and be, uh, try and be reasonably level-headed and have have a good perspective on things. And that's that's something I'm most proud of with hockey is that I got to experience these really stressful situations that uh, I think, in a way, kind of desensitize me to to some of the things out there that that can be uncomfortable. And uh, I try and try and keep that perspective for sure. It's interesting, too, because when you think about some of those examples, too, and as you said, the challenges, you know, rear their heads in different ways, uh, you know, also, I think it comes with maturity, right? I mean, if you think back to when you're playing hockey and, you know, how old you were and all the different things flying at you, literally, including the pucks, (laughs) uh, you know, there's a lot going on. And as you get, you know, to that that next um, stage in life where maybe you're, you're, you know, outside of your twenties, you know, things and perspectives, I think, I don't know, I find they've changed. And I I keep telling young students that like, or young talent, like, you know, it, it's, you got different things that are coming at you at different stages. Right. And sometimes just that maturity helps. Yeah. And I think, 
the the world is always changing and people's situations are always changing it's it's um you know life is very dynamic and and that's another thing i think that i learned through through hockey is that you can plan for all of these different things and and have a whole roadmap whether it's in school sports i don't know acting music you can plan for a lot of things but but sometimes um things will be very different sometimes for the better sometimes for the worst and and, and uh it's important to keep that in mind absolutely and that kind of leads to the next conversation about yesterday's dreams aren't always today's reality and how priorities change and you know just knowing the conversations we've had before uh wonder if you could talk a little bit about you know that school to sport to school to work transition and and you know kind of how those priorities changed over time where you know maybe you lost that passion for for hockey there and then you know went back and and did other things could you talk a little bit about those priorities and and why some of those things changed yeah for sure um I mean, it's such a so, so interesting. I think about growing up and just how much I loved hockey and how much I loved baseball and how that that's all I could think about and how amazing that would be if I were to play professionally. And and I don't mean to sound, I I, I don't know, I don't mean to sound mm-hmm. down about the sport, but the reality is it, it's a, it's a tough business. It, it's it's there's certain parts of it that are glamorous and there's certain parts of it that are, aren't that glamorous. And, uh, it can be very psychologically draining. I think, especially if, if you approach the game in such a way where you let it, let it do that to you and let it control you like that. But, um, you know, it, it's so tough to make it and it's so tough to stay there and you have to be aware of that. And I think if you approach anything and you just work hard and really love it, you'll you'll do the best that you possibly can. And I certainly didn't always do that and that, that was that was kind of my demise. But at the at the end of the day when it came to my career, my parents were always very much about, hey, make sure you go to school. There's life outside of uh, outside of sport, and, and I really, and, you know, I'm very grateful that they pushed me. And there was a time after hockey where I had no idea what I wanted to do. I thought, oh, maybe I'll be a, a firefighter or I'll become a cop. And and my parents and I, we just sat down and talked a little bit, and, and they they really wanted me to challenge myself and go back to grad school. And I'm so grateful because I think of all of my my really close friends who I met at school, and and just that that mentality that no matter what happens, I think it's it's as long as you're challenging yourself and working hard, then 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 you should feel good about what you're doing. Yeah, you know, and listening to your story and having that support and that focus to go back to school and and thinking through that, you know, I mean, it doesn't it all tie back to happiness too, right? If you're if you're not happy what you're doing, you need to be happy. I, I that's my belief. I don't know what you. Yeah, totally, and and I think that. Happiness is is another thing that you know comes and goes, and, and I think that's what makes the the happy moments that much more rewarding. And I think it's about appreciating that sometimes things just aren't that great, and, and sometimes they are, and that's that's life. And I'm certainly not a big believer in you know that that uh, everything is always going to be great, even in a career. I think it's about finding a job that you enjoy doing, that's stimulating, that intellectually stimulating. You work with good people and. I mean, to love, absolutely love what you do all the time, but that's pretty, you know, you got to be pretty lucky to, to find that. And, um, you know, it, but it is. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You got to have the low moments to have the high, right? 
totally, totally. And um, and that's why I think I even like my job is that there's some days where there it can be stressful or, um, you know, things are moving around in the markets and this and that. It's it, it's definitely similar in, in many ways to sports, and it's 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 one of the more intense careers you can probably find. And and I guess that's maybe why I ended up here. Um, because after after hockey, I really wasn't sure what the heck I was going to do, and got very. I feel very fortunate to have ended up with the group I'm in and to work with the people who I work with. Yeah, great, great points. Um, you know, one of the shifting conversations I'm trying to hold with young people is, you know, not focusing so much on credentials, but focusing on your values and your skills. And it's a shift. Um, you know, for so long it was the grades and the grade point average and the credentials of, of where and what you did and how you did it. But as I'm trying to change the conversation with, with folks, um, we get into the topic of values and often they lead with what they do. Like, you know, a student will say, well, I'm a student at Western. I'm like, nope, that's what you do. Who are you? Like, what are your values? So with you, you know, as you think about your journey and what your values um, have done for you and your skills, you know, how, you know, first of all, how do you describe yourself for their values and how have your skills enabled you to be successful? Well, I think I, I, coming into this role and joining RBC, I definitely came in with um, quite a bit of humility because I hadn't really, I didn't have a ton of experience. I think I had a bit of a unique background with sports. I, I had I had a finance degree and, and an MBA, but like I, my technical skills were, were not, weren't great. And I think that... Um, I think RBC was looking for someone that had a bit of a unique background, and, and that's where I, I caught a bit of a break. And, and I think that's that's what allowed me to do reasonably well in, in my rotations and, and to catch on with the group that I'm in because I think I went in with an open mind. Uh, I, I, I knew that I didn't know everything, so I never felt entitled to anything, which I think is good. And I, and I, I compare that to how I was in hockey, and it was very different where I was always thinking, oh, come on, like I should be playing more or, you know, this is unfair. And it was such a toxic way to go through anything. And I think now in, in work, I don't have that approach. And it's, 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 you're able to, to do a, a lot better when you go in with an open mind and just work hard and, and kind of roll with the punches. So that's been the difference between the two career paths. I, I like that you hit on humility and, you know, empathy. And all, those are the things today that I think matter most, especially given this year we've had and what's, you know, people don't check their personal life at the door, right? It's actually yeah. inclusive of all that. So, and, and not knowing what you don't know and, and being okay with that. That's, I think that's the exciting part because that's where you learn as a lifetime learner and every job I've ever taken, I've looked for something that you can learn. And so, yeah, no, sure. thanks, Victor. That's really, really insightful. And I guess one really quick question as we're, we're going to close this out here in the next few minutes is, is there anything, um, if you think of these first, second year students or the ones that just graduate in December looking for a job um, and, and, and graduating in the middle of a pandemic, um, what, is there any kind of quick points or advice you might leave some people with to maybe think a little bit differently about, you know, approaching this and, and what might you give as far as advice? Yeah, well, well first of all, I think, yeah, so much respect uh, to those people who uh, are students who have gone through this in this long, long year, which has really impacted people in so many different ways. Um, yeah. And 
I think just just being aware that it's going to get better and, and keep doing the things that, that you think will lead you to be success, successful, which is honestly working hard, having a positive attitude, and and being empathetic. And I think you're seeing that throughout this pandemic that, you know, how it's impacted people in so many different ways. And you don't know what, what goes on behind closed doors if, you know, someone's got stuff going on at, at home or, you know, struggling in whatever way. So I think, yeah, just to be a, a human being and, and mm-hmm. uh, to look for brighter days ahead because – I think they're coming. It's it's been a long year, and and uh, Ontario and Canada certainly not not the great at rolling out this vaccine. So it could be a little while longer, but we're going to make it. So I think that's just to be just to stay positive and and uh, look forward to the future. Great advice. We're going to make it. I hear you. It's time to to look towards the future. So well, that's all the time we have today. I want to thank you, Victor. Um, always enjoy our conversations and catching up with you and for being a guest on the Sports Talk uh, on the show. I really appreciate it. Brian, thank you so much. Always great chatting with you, and thank you so much for having me. Okay, so for our listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. This has been Coffee with Convery, and until next time, stay well.